seems cold and bleak and you just can't take it anymore. Here it comes, that glimmer of hope, a light shines through the door. It's a hopeless show, with Aaron and Rogue it world. It's a hopeless show, with Aaron and Rogue it world. Ho, 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 everybody. Welcome to episode 68 and a half of the Ho, Ho, Hopeless Show. <laughs> How you doing, Aaron? I'm great. And it's 68 and a half because today is our holiday episode. We are bringing in the holiday cheer, which is going to be our theme for the day because it's the holidays and we have to have a holiday episode I know everyone is excited about episode 69. We are too, but we cannot we can we cannot ignore the holidays because it is holiday time. Everyone is so happy. Everyone is just full of joy. Lots of holiday things are being canceled because of COVID again. <laughs> so many holiday things are being ruined. And we have to bring you hope right now because everything's getting canceled. People are told not to fly right now. People are told not to go on your on your trips. People are told not to have your get-togethers. People are told basically to be miserable again for the holidays. So that's why we're here, to bring you the holiday episode of the Ho, 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 Hopeless Show. show. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> and whether you celebrate Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Christmas, Diwali, uh, some sort of cool satanic thing. You know, this yeah. episode is for you. Um, and even if you don't celebrate this, celebrate those things, this episode is also for you. And Aaron, you know, as you, I think you started to mention, our theme is holiday cheer. And we're not just finding hope for each of our hopeless topics we're bringing up. We are finding cheer. And just like the night before Christmas was the night before Christmas where what's his face gets taken away. And there's like three ghosts of like Christmas present, future and past. Is that night? The Christmas, Christmas Carol. It's like Christmas the Christmas Carol. Carol and the Muppet Christmas Carol. And there's a yeah. lot of, been a lot of them. Yeah. Um, it's not going to be like any of that, but I just wanted to mention that. Um, so. <laughs> and we're going to even be playing games that you're going to be involved in because yes. what's, what are the holidays in a big holiday get together? Like we're having today than without without games we need games so i guess we're gonna we're gonna start with news from the quarantine because on a bright note gotta gotta bring a bright note gotta bring some cheer we have kept with this news from the quarantine even though there hasn't really been much of a quarantine for a bit but we stuck with it because who you know we knew we're, we're also futurists or Rohit is a, a professional futurist that right around the corner, there would be quarantining again. Yay. <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. Yeah. <laughs> so, but let's talk about what we did during the, the quarantine because there were, there, there was definitely a thing we did, we did together that was, was awesome. Uh, we went to a tailgate. The Chargers played the Giants. Uh, who won that game, Rohit? I don't think it matters like in the end result. I just think it's important that both teams had fun. And so I don't think we <laughs> need to mention that the Giants lost by a lot and got their butts kicked. But 
you know, the Mike Glennon experience wasn't all it was cracked up to be. Um, <laughs> you know, when you're missing, you know, half of your starters, you know, it's kind of less exciting. Um, even if we had all our starters, it probably would have would have still been a Chargers win. But yeah, missing half your offensive line, most of your receivers, your starting quarterback, half of your defensive secondary, and two out of your, uh, you know, two of your defensive linemen, definitely hurts. Oh, and you're starting uh, middle linebacker. Um, it was we we're barely fielding a team. Honestly, I think that team was close to the talent that was fielding of the. You guys ever seen the movie Little Giants? Yeah, it was it was like the Little Giants, but playing in SoFi Stadium. But so anyway, yes, Giants, Chargers. It was a great time. Um, Aaron and I tailgated. Uh, and along with uh, our friend Brad and Kim and all these other, and who else? Uh, the kid from Modern Family. How great is he? I've, I've hung out with him a few times. How funny is he? Hilarious. Okay, so if anybody's watched Modern Family in recent times, there is this child that was birthed from um, Sofia Vergara's character. And and Ed O'Neill's right and Ed O'Neill's yeah and I forgot their characters I haven't watched Modern Family in a long time so when we were told that this kid was a Modern Family we were like yeah that's nice he just looks like a young kid because we, we were like no you're not um, and then <laughs> oh you were I I mean I've known yes well, you, you didn't realize right? no I well I've oh, known yeah. I've known him for a bit so he you had no idea I thought he was well, just talking shit well this is what's great about that about Jeremy he. He just starts, he talks shit like an adult, and but he's 10. And he went on a your mama rant about your with your mama jokes that was unparalleled. I mean, oh, his dude. wealth, his wealth of burns was incredible. He just kept going. He he shits on me for being a Dolphins fan. That's what he's done a lot when we've been at games and stuff before. But he was doing your mama jokes. Like one one that I thought was, and again, these are quotes from a 10-year-old. This isn't us hating on anyone's mom. <laughs> your mama's so dumb, she sits on the TV to watch the couch. <laughs> your, and then he said, your, your mama's so old, she's in a yearbook with Jesus. Yeah, like, that this is yeah. brilliant material. <laughs> oh my God, dude, the kid was like, honestly, he body bagged all of us. And, uh, yeah, so I was thoroughly impressed with this 10 year old and the amount of shit he could talk and as eloquently as he could, I was like, this kid is going places. Um, so, uh, Jeremy, if you're listening out there, which I really hope you're not, cause this is not a podcast for children. Um, you're pretty funny, bro. And- yeah. And, and so the tailgate was a blast. We had, we did, we did, played some games. We, there's a ton of people. It's really, uh, definitely if, if you're, if you're, uh, concerned about about covid don't go to one but if you're if you're chilling and you're okay and you're vaxxed and boosted and all this stuff go have fun they're really fun to hang out at so i guess we we just have to touch on well one other big news you'll you'll hear in the show we have some new effects and new sound from dan so our our sound guy dan dan who makes all these amazing ditties has new ones so you'll be hearing some of those throughout the show but Rohit, let's talk about about coronavirus again i just want to know your thoughts on things clamping down again and people freaking out what what are your honest thoughts on this well aaron i recently took an antibody test 
um, because I had contracted Corona a few months ago and, uh, my doctor, you know, I was like, I was going to get the booster. I reached out to my doctor. I was like, should I, cause I took the J and J the first time and it was like, and I got Corona. So should I get the, the Moderna or the J and J booster? And he said, no, first, I think, I don't know if I talked about this previous podcast. Anyway, results came back and he said, hold off on the booster for six months because your antibodies are so insanely high. We don't want to mess up that balance and you've got a lot of them. So right now I kind of feel indestructible. You know, I feel like Super Mario with a star man. Um, <laughs> and so here's the thing. I, I think at this point, everybody that's still alive was is is kind of getting to a mindset where like, okay, yeah, I got it. We're still trying to keep safe. But like everybody's in the back of their heads is like, I haven't died yet. So <laughs> like, I mean, you know, and I think that's. <laughs> I am with you. I am with you. <laughs> And can I, can I go a step further? Yeah. So, you know, we're on this planet once, right? Some people think multiple times, but let's say, let's just give it that we have this, this shot right now. Yes. A minimum of once. A minimum of once. Yeah. And we've all gone through this coronavirus COVID thing for a long time now. And then they came up amazingly with vaccines and then boosters. And the whole point of those is that you might get a little sick, maybe, or you might. I've I've had I've had COVID. Rhodes had COVID, um, but you're not going to die or go to the hospital. It's like it's just like going out in public. You might get bronchitis. You might get the flu. You might get a lot of different sicknesses. You might get hit by a car and die. Like there's lots of things that could happen, but on the scale of danger, if you've done all the protocols that you're supposed to do with COVID, you're gonna be okay, the odds are are in your favor. It's like 99 point lots of percent if, you're, if you've done all the protocols. So my point of saying this is, if you've done all the protocols, at some point we have to go on with life. And we can't freak out because there's lots of positive tests. There's also lots of people who get the flu. There's also lots of people who get bronchitis. They've put into, into action these protective measures so that it doesn't, get bad for us. It's a part of life now. It's a part mm-hmm. of our existence. It's also a part of, thank goodness, we live in an era and a time and a country where we're not going to die from this. So if we're not going to die from it, if we're not going to go to the hospital from it, then we've got to keep living and we can't be scared, I think, by the media pumping numbers down our throats. And some of the uh, some of some of the politicians and like they're just pumping the negative like there's 50,000 new cases. OK, great. I want to know how many of those cases are in the hospital on ventilators or how many just, you know, have a runny nose or lost yeah. their sense of taste for a little bit. Like, OK, that's life. We move forward like the like any like the NFL, for example, is like or, or uh, what's it called? Even worse, I think uh, in Montreal, the uh, Canadians their game coming up, there's no fans again. And the in hockey, wh- why? Like, what are you yeah, trying I mean, to do here? And it's even kind of weird because I recently found out that um, Canada, United States, many, many countries are how they count COVID-related deaths. Aaron, let's just say you are shot and you're admitted to the ER and you die of your gunshot wounds, but you also had COVID. You are marked as a COVID-related death. Yeah. 
that that's, too, which that is to me, weird. Yeah, it's like, why are you counting it like that? Like, what is the purpose of that? What's the what's behind that? And so it's, I think here's the thing, Aaron and I, we are careful around. You know, we stick to our close circles. We follow the rules. Doesn't mean we can't question. Like, dude, how draconian is this man? Like, like when will yeah. this be over, dude? Like, when, and when can we just, when, you know, we're all about following the science. Well, the science says if you do all the measures that we've both done, then you're okay. You still, yeah. the numbers, you still might get it. Also right now, people are testing more than ever. The tests are all over the place in different work environments and places. People are getting tested more than ever and there's a variant going around. So people will get it. Are they actually, what it, what it like, what are the results? What is actually happening? And the statistics show that the people, sadly, they decided not to do the precautionary measures of vaccines and boosters. The ones that are dying and are getting super sick are unvaccinated. Mm-hmm. Should we suffer for their stupidity? Dude, and seriously, and I recently saw a billboard from L.A. County that said nearly half of all people that uh, contract COVID are not vaccinated. So I was like, okay. So I was like, wait a second. That means more than half of people that contract COVID are vaccinated. I was like, why would you put that on a billboard? And like, <laughs> and and by the way, Pfizer is in 2020. Um, Pfizer was um, right before Corona. Pfizer was, their stock price was twenty seven dollars and forty eight cents. Today it is sixty one dollars and twenty five cents. Hmm. So, Hmm. Pharmaceuticals, lobbying. So yeah, there's, there's, yeah. And we're not conspiracy theorists at all. No, no. No, It's just looking at different fat, different things. It's, and to me, that's even secondary. It just do you at this point, do you do what's best for you? And I hope that, that we don't get locked down even further and people don't get ruled by fear because it's what false evidence appearing real. And there's a lot of false evidence here with numbers of cases versus actually what's happening to people. Yeah. That and worse. Yeah, I agree. I think what you said is so right. And I can I just add one more negative thing that's come out of all of this. Yeah. It's the doofuses on their Twitter that are like Steve vaxxed in their like name or they have masks on their Twitter profile. It's like, oh God, you are so corny. <laughs> so corny. See, even Lego, your dog thinks that he's corny. Oh, yeah. He's like, what is this, man? It is, Sorry, it is gonna... that, it is that corny. And it, it's like, shut up. Like, it, like, if you don't want to make it political because the other side made it political, then don't do the exact thing they're doing with the opposite. It's not, it doesn't work that way. No, no. Stop being corny. Hey, Lego, how about you don't do that? Hey, buddy. So Rohit's dog Lego really, really is annoyed by these people. Yeah. <laughs> well, you could say he's, yeah, he's triggered. Hold on. I'm going to escort him out. And then we're going to move on to topic one, which is a funny topic because it deals directly with my co-host Rohit. So Rohit, I have, I've just set it up. I have just set it up so we can lead right into topic one as we just we just set up all the holiday cheer everyone do you live your life try to have fun we're only here once so far so enjoy and let's let's hear what you, what happened to you yeah aaron i need some holiday cheer because i am now on 
day four of my ban from Reddit. Um, <laughs> I got banned. Tell and us why, Rohit. What did you do? Apparently, I was inciting violence. Literally, no, true story. True story. Yes. Um, and so then, yeah, I got an email the next day. It says, in all red, you've been banned from Reddit for seven days. You cannot participate. You cannot upvote. You cannot leave comments. You cannot do anything. And I found What did you do? What did you incite violence with? And it wasn't real violence I was inciting. It was more like <laughs> hypothetical violence. And let me just tell you, okay, Aaron, and I, I'd like you to be the judge. Yeah. Um, so, where is it? Okay, go, cool. Now I'm, I'm in game show mode. So tell us what, you're, what's hap- what happened to you, Rohit, and we will judge you. So, Aaron, um, I'm actually pulling it up. Sorry, this is there's a few things that This is about suspense. Let's just vamp vamp for a second. Oh found it. Found it. Okay. So this says you've been banned for seven days for violating Reddit's rules against threatening violence in the following content. Okay. And so there was this post and that someone had made sharing screenshots from Twitter from a conversation between two Twitter users. Twitter user number one, um, and they have they blanked out their username, which is fine, and this is um, you know M A P Pride, which is minor attracted person pride, which is another word for pedophile. Okay, so pedophile <laughs> pride. Okay, right. that's bad. Me, me and my girlfriend, who's a non M A P, but an ally, have once discussed that an age of consent of eight would be good. With a, with a mandatory, what? with a mandatory sex and consent education from age six onwards at what? school, and we both ended up agreeing that's how you can create understanding of consent. Twitter user B replies, "I can see that, especially pushing schools to teach actual sex education, not even just for the subject, but in general. I feel eight is kind of low, though, and although it's essentially out of my AOA age of attraction, I feel that thirteen would be a better choice." What? Then then user A replies to that. My preferred age of consent would be around four. Hers would be 12. What? So we met in the middle and said eight. I just think an age of consent shouldn't exist at all, but babies and toddlers can't consent. At school, they can learn about sexuality and consent to form an opinion. So this was shared on Reddit, these screenshots. And I, all I reply is, kill it. That's it? That's it. And I got fucking banned. Okay. That was me inciting violence. I am going to uh, now. All right. We will uh, we will go to the judges, which is me. You said kill it. You didn't still say kill them, even though if you yeah. said kill them, you do have a reason and you do have validity behind your reason because these people want to commit rape. Mm-hmm. So, and rape to me is just as bad as murder in terms of what it does to people. So, especially wanting to rape a four-year-old. Yeah, why, exactly. So, you, but you didn't even do that. Even if you did that, I think that there's a a very, very much a validity behind wanting to do that. You didn't even do that. You said kill it. That means yep. 
that in my interpretation as the judge here means kill the conversation. Get this to go away. Stop it. Get rid of it. You, to spread holiday cheer, are being like fucking Santa Claus. You are saving Christmas. You are making sure that everyone is okay, is happy, is safe, is healthy with two words, kill it. I think you should be promoted on Reddit to like a Reddit superstar. I do not understand in any way why you were inciting violence by doing that. And I think Reddit should take a look in the mirror and say and and really think about who they really are. This and seriously, I'm the bad guy here. And just for clarity, and I think what you're saying is totally believable about it being the topic. Truly, I was thinking that the person it was more the person that was tweeting it because they're subhuman filth and I don't count them as people, so they're it's. Yes. Um, so I was, yeah, that's the way. So yeah, I wanted that subhuman filth killed, but, um, <laughs> yeah, is, kill subhuman but, filth. But if we had my lawyer in here, I would totally be arguing that it was, I meant the conversation. <laughs> it's, it's where is Reddit's priorities? Because I got banned for that. And I know that this is a screenshot from Twitter, but the fact that these people are allowed to tweet on Twitter, the fact that we're protecting MAP, the fact that even these people are trying to put themselves on the, the pride flag, right? Like, I'm sorry, you have those people and you got ISIS still on there and you got Taliban still on Twitter and and you ban like other things that are just making stupid jokes. Like, I, I, I'm just... Yeah, so that was, so I'm. I think I get some some ho 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 cheer out of this, Aaron, because you know I'm glad that I it's that you had probably the same visceral reaction, maybe not the same word choices you would have used, but at least just I, you were probably as disgusted as I was when you read that. I am appalled. I'm repulsed. I think that it is disgusting, and I think you did a great deed during this time of cheer and holiday, and I really will. Commend you not just not just with a hope gong. You don't just get that hope gong. Are you ready for what else you get? I don't know. Am I? Let's let's. What do we got? You get a drum roll, please. You get cash. You have just won some cash. <laughs> Honestly, that just sounded like you were loading a shotgun too, because that cash registers. <laughs> you get you get your you get your very own loaded shotgun. You and a well, guest, well, guest will fly a round trip from Los Angeles to Alabama, where you'll be able to shoot anyone. I'm all right. I have to stop now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and here's the thing. And here's the thing, Aaron. Thank you. I do feel better about this. And I just want to go on the record and saying not all bullying should be outlawed or discouraged because certain people need bullying. Like these people that are being allowed to say these things on Twitter and being treated as a protected class because they're not. They shouldn't be protected. But they anyway, should not. They should not be protected. Um, well, speaking of protection. No, no, no. We're not going into our sex ed talk. Speaking of protection, <laughs> it is it is time for our new ditty by Dan uh, for Crypto Watch. That was beautiful. That was. It's exciting to have new ditties. And we have a few topics with, with cryptocurrency because cryptocurrency has gotten to a point. Like, I've been in line at markets, dude, and I've heard people talk about, like, 
Shiba Inu and some of these things we've talked about on this show. And I'm like, wow, we were so unahead of the curve that like someone at Ralph's checking out with three microwavable beef patties is talking about how they just got in on the currency that we think we're ahead of the game on when we talk about stuff. So obviously we're not, but we do have some fun things here. One of them is, have you heard about Melania Trump and what she is doing? I know where you're going, but I do not know the details, Aaron, and I want you to to fill us in. Well, 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 well. So Melania Trump has decided to get into the crypto space, specifically the NFT space. And and (laughs) I'm not supposed to laugh here, but I am. So she is doing her first, you know, presidents, first ladies, when they're done being president or first lady, they then enter into the next stage where they do good things for the world, where they 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 start nonprofits and they give back and they're a part of different organizations. A legendary president who's done this a ton is Jimmy Carter. For years and years and years, he's done so much to help our society since being president, which was before we were all born. But... Melania Trump has not done anything since her time in the White House until now. She is selling an NFT. It is called Melania's Vision. And this is her first public endeavor since leaving office almost one year ago. It is an NFT. It is a digital. It is digital art that will be sold on her new platform. And she made a statement. Can I read her statement? Oh, please. I won't do it in Melania voice because uh, that's probably racist or something, but I want to. (laughs) I am... I I am proud to I am proud to announce. I am proud to announce my new NFT endeavor, which embodies my passion for the arts. I'm like a I can't do that joke either. Uh my passion for the arts and will support my ongoing commitment to children through my Be Best initiative. <laughs> through my Be Best initiative. For those who forget that, it was forgettable. Through this new technology-based platform, we will provide children computer science skills, including programming and software development, to thrive after they age out of the foster community. Sounds okay, kind of, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, sure, sure. So what do you think? What's your take on this? Because to me, it's hilarious. And beyond that, I can't get past the hilarity of it. What do you think? Honestly, if someone can use their platform for any bit of good... Like, I actually, we have a friend that started, it's called A Sense of Home. Uh, our friends, Georgie and Melissa, that we, we used to live near them, became a pretty huge uh, charity. And it was all about providing furniture for the kids that age out of foster homes once they turn, I think, 18, because they're on their own, right? And so, like, they have nothing. They just go from having a home, from a foster home to being like, okay, you're out. And so, like, they provide furniture, cooking stuff, and, like, TVs and things like that. And they're all donated, both either used or new. And it's really, really nice. So hearing this, okay, hey, listen, I think the American dream is part of it is getting a fresh start. So if she can kind of turn a corner from the people that she's kind of affiliated with, (laughs) I think we don't need to necessarily name them. 
I'm actually into it. I'm into it. If if the proceeds are going towards foster kids and 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 rehoming them after they're they've aged out, I, I'm I'm down. And like the same way, like Kim Kardashian went from being just like you know a sex tape, you know like e entertainment kind of just like reality star. Now she's like she went to law school. She had you know she helped people get their sentences commuted, and like she's like we're doing really good stuff. Um, so I think you can be unsavory but still turn a corner. So do you trust? Because the Trump Trump Foundation record is pretty bad with Trump the Trump name and foundations uh, and giving back their oh, their yeah. repu- their reputation's pretty bad. So do you trust it this time? I don't trust no, but I'm open to it. And if the accounting okay. if the accounting is, seems clear and clean, honestly, good. I would rather have people that we disagree with do good than reinforce how much we hate them. True. All right. All right. Let's give it a chance. Yeah, and I think that that's like the holiday spirit, I think. Yeah, that's holiday cheer. And and you have another piece of holiday cheer that we, yes. we got to add. And Aaron, this, this you know, this is a gift to all of our listeners. And you and I had talked about this. I think our last episode, we talked about Axie Infinity. That's sort of like Minecraft yeah. meets Animal Crossing uh, NFT marketplace where, you know, a piece of land sold for, t- for t- $2.48 million. Well... We were all too late to that. And actually, in fact, there's some emails that I found from like five, six months ago from some from a friend telling me to join it. So uh-huh. yeah, definitely too late to that. However, got a hot tip for everybody that's listening. Blocktopia. It hasn't launched yet. Um, it'll be coming out in the next couple months. And it's essentially like, it's almost like The Sims, but like you can play it in VR. And it takes place over a 21-story, huge, mega skyscraper. And actually, right now, you're still able to try and get plots of this area. It's supposed to be actually like the first, like, you know, jump into the metaverse, right? Um, or one of the first jumps to the metaverse. And you can actually, um, right now, buy tokens. And these are the currency that are changing game. And they're going to go, they're already going way up in value. You can actually, if you have enough, you can buy little plots of retail space or floor space that can be used for residential, it can be used for retail, commercial, whatever. Um, and that you can actually rent out. Imagine this, you're renting out some of your floor space because Gucci wants to have a certain thing on their floor some year, you know, like later next year when this comes out and they need, they want this floor and you're part owner of that floor. You can literally lease out space to real life Gucci who's doing this metaverse like sort of like fashion show or whatever it is. So like, it's really cool. Um, the only problem is- Have you is, done it yet? Aaron, no, because I've, I've been so busy. I've been working like 15 to 17 hour days every day this week. And like yesterday, I went from 5.30 a.m. to 11 p.m. Um, so mm. I haven't even had a chance. Like I was gonna try to do it Monday, but I've literally not stopped. And I'm trying to do it before I leave for Europe tomorrow. Um, so then you'll let because, us know. Well, you'll let me know. And we yeah. can. So because yeah. I, I, my rule is I can't do any of this until Rohit does it because I screw up. So yeah. and it's hard. you know I'm in. But yeah, so Blocktopia is what it is. We would love the listeners out there. Anybody that's gotten into this or anybody that had experience with it, please write to us. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know your tips. Do you disagree with us? Do you have other hot tips? Um, again, this is not advice. This is just what Aaron and I are interested in. And and it spreads the holiday cheer because if all of us do this, not that it's our recommendation that you should do it, but if you want to do it because you research it and you like it, then it's holiday cheer for all of us because we're all going to be bazillionaires. Yes, there is, you know, the whole wear Lambo meme. It won't yeah. have to be a meme anymore. 
Yeah. Nah. Uh, we'll have a Lambo get together, us and our listeners, where we'll all just drive our oh Lambos yes. to the Beverly Center and we'll park and we'll go up to the Gucci Real store and we'll be like, yo, we own your virtual. Yeah, so there'll be tens of thousands of Lamborghinis all lined, lined up. Lined up. Um, and so speaking of lined up, we've got some sports, some sports, some sports updates. And now it's time to talk about the big super megastar Mahomes, specifically <laughs> Jackson Mahomes. Uh, for those of you who are not familiar, this is Patrick Mahomes' annoying little brother. And... Jackson Mahomes was in the press earlier this year. We might have talked about it on this show for him because all he does is TikTok dances. There's nothing else to his personality or his life than doing TikTok dances, and it's quite annoying. And he caught a lot of flack earlier this season when Sean Taylor, deceased member of the Washington football team, they were honoring him. And uh, Jackson just posted a video of like, I don't think it was intentional, but he's just like, they're doing more TikTok dances having for no reason uh, while at this game because his brother's team was playing Washington um, and he's doing a TikTok dance on top of the number 21 on the field, which is generally, I don't think it was intentional on his part, but it's generally considered a big disrespect to to dance on or do things on numbers, especially when they are yeah. commemorative, especially people that have deceased. So, or even like you don't even do that on a, on, a, on, a, on a logo of the opposing team unless you're really trying to talk shit. So... That happened. Anyway, he died down in the news, but recently he's back in the news, Aaron. Did you hear why? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently yeah. he went into a, a local Kansas City restaurant. And by the way, the, I love the title of this article. A local Kansas City restaurant just put Jackson Mahomes in a body bag. <laughs> and essentially this kid came in with way too many people complaining about the service. They're like, dude, you can't have this many people in here. He was then dancing on their tables. Again, doing TikToks. And then he went on TikTok and started talking major trash about the bad customer service he got there because he came in and just turned it into a zoo. Um, and I'm just going to read a, a little excerpt. Um, it's a, there, um, it says, Dear Jackson Mahomes, we are sorry that we set boundaries that you tried to ignore. Oftentimes, people with unearned status and a sense of entitlement think they're above the rules and will lash out at the employee enforcing them. We're sorry we could not seat your very large group. As you probably saw, our bar is very small. As we are sorry that you have the reach that you do, that at least you think you do, and that instead of using it for something positive, you decided to use it to try and crush a small business. We survived a global pandemic. We'll survive your ego. We are sorry you didn't reach out to us first before talking to social media, but then again, that is an expectation we would not have from a mature and rational person. Not someone who pours water on fans and dances on the memorials of tragically lost people for TikTok clout. We have not been fortunate enough to be born into a much more talented and much more famous family, but we'd like to think that if we did have that much luck, we would use our influence in way more responsible ways. We hope our apology finds you well. Boom. Mike drop. I love that. Murder of the first, bro. Yeah, I mean, that was that, like that's holiday cheer right there. The fact I love when the the big guy gets it from the little guy and that is that's fantastic. That, that is, that made me happy. Thank you, thank you for yeah, reading that. Was, that was a that was, that was a Shakespearean. Oh yeah, I love it. And I saw someone on Twitter say it's like Jackson Mahomes, the kid. You know, he was born on third base and thinks he hit a triple. <laughs> you know, it's it's and it's true. There's a lot of entitlement that goes around in the world. And bro, 
if your brother wasn't the best quarterback in the NFL and a lovable superstar, uh, yeah, you wouldn't be having millions of TikTok followers or however many you got. No, dude. You'd be working at that restaurant and be grateful that you had a job. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, well, I want... I, I, I don't feel hopeless about that, but I just wanted to bring it up because I thought it brought me cheer. And Aaron, I hope it did to you. This is the happy episode. We're bringing cheer to people. Yes. We're making people happy. Yes. Everyone should feel extra happy. You guys, you guys should all feel happy from that story and these stories we're, we're bringing. And now we're doing something. We're, we're doing something a bit different. We've done it in the past, but we haven't done it in a little while, which is we're going to play a couple games. We're going to play a couple games. We're not having a debate. It's holidays. We're not having a debate, but we are going to play some games. The first game is called the Wiki Game. And I've hinted this, at this to you, Rohit, but the Wiki Game is this. It started from, uh, from I was, I go on a lot of very deep dives sometimes late at night where I just start reading about things. And then I re I click and I, a lot of people probably do this. I click and then I click again and then I click again because I want to learn about a subject or a topic. And then that leads me to another subject or another topic. So for some reason I ended up, it wasn't the first thing I looked up, but I ended up on Bob Barker. For those who don't know who Bob Barker is, he was the host of Price is Right for something like 35 years. And I actually was wondering if he was still alive. So I looked him up and yes, he is alive. He's 90. He just turned 98 years old. He is still alive. He hosted the show up until 2007. Then Drew Carey took over. And I mean, this is he's so old, he fought in World War II. So he's no youngster. And, and he was also a big animal activist. So I was reading about him. And then I looked at the picture of him from for his wiki picture. And you would think, where would you think the picture would be from of Bob Barker? I would imagine him, you know, Price is Right holding that little pencil microphone. Yeah. Um, that really delicate pencil microphone, which I wish more people used. Well, I love that. I mean, that, that microphone is, was used with different game show hosts back in the day a lot. And oh. that's what you would think. And you are right yes. about part of it. He is holding that pencil microphone. And it says under the picture, Bob Barker guest hosting WWE Monday Night Raw on <laughs> September 7th, 2009 at Allstate Arena in Rosemont, Illinois. And so my reaction was just like yours. Why in the world? is Bob Barker's Wikipedia picture from a wrestling event that he did once. <laughs> so here's where the game comes in. We are going to pick a notable person and guess where their wiki picture is from because I started to realize then my wormhole became looking up people's wiki pictures and many of them are not remotely what you think they should be. So, are you ready to do uh, this? Yes, yes. And by the way, can I just add? Yeah. The people that took funny things on Wikipedia, like, I think one of my favorite recent ones was, you know, it was earlier this season, Aaron Rodgers beat the Chicago Bears, and he was like, I owed you. And then somebody updated the Bears Wikipedia to say owner, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah. Um, which, was, which was pretty good. And there was another um, big one 
where some, where a whole wiki got changed. What was that from? Where the entire wiki got changed to be something completely different. Oh, <laughs> it was uh, it was the umpire. I think it was Angel Hernandez during the World Series, and he blew some calls. So they changed his entire Wikipedia page to be about how terrible a human being he is. Someone like hacked in, and and it was hilarious. But that's ridiculous. Let's uh, let so let's let's think of notable people. And are you are you, do you want me to start with one? Yeah, why don't you start? All right. So the first one we're going to do is Scarlett Johansson, the actress, Ooh. big huge star, biggest movie probably. Well, I'm not. We all know she's been in Marvel movies and and so on. So big big movie star. What do you think her picture would be from? Here's what I'm going to give you what I think it should be, but I think of what it might be. And okay. everyone play along. Should, everyone play yeah. along. I think what it should be would be Black Widow from Avengers. Yes. That's like the most recent. I wonder if it's from Ghost in the Shell. So, unfortunately, you've you've lost round 1 of this game. I wonder if anyone else guessed this. It is from 2019 Comic-Con. Oh. Where she is it's a mod, it's a not very good picture of her with the Comic-Con logo in the background. <laughs> That's it. That's Scarlett Johansson. That's her picture. So again, what you would think differently than it is. So now we're going to dive a little deeper, all right? Okay, okay. So I just went there and I just looked at it. If that's a not good picture of her, man, like, well, she geez. looks good. It's just an odd yeah. picture. Yeah, um, yeah, she's absolutely beautiful. Um, yeah, it's it's not about right. about. I mean, I didn't. T- I also thought Bob Barker looked gorgeous in his picture from wrestling, but that doesn't mean that that's what we should know him from. So let's uh, let's do it again. Are you ready for another round of this game? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, I'll I'll play now. My turn. All right. Um, Let's do Ben Stiller. Ah, or Ben, as some people call him. Yes. All right. My guess in analyzing Ben Stiller, what it's his most famous work, like the stuff that he is most known for, is the Meet the Parents series or the Night at the Museum series, right? Mm hmm. So I would say. Meet the Parents. It's got to be. It should be something from Meet the Parents because he did a lot of those movies. They all were giant blockbusters, and he really was the centerpiece of that. So I'm going to say his picture is from the movie Meet the Parents. No, and you are not correct. It is actually a picture of him from the 2019 Montclair Film Festival. You know, he's sitting there with his tie loose, <laughs> glasses on, jacket on, on a black psych, and. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 like a the Montclair Film Festival. Yeah, it's it's like a headshot, but not. Um, yeah, the Montclair, Montclair, New Jersey. Um, yeah, I know it. I've been in it. <laughs> oh, oh, all right, yeah. <laughs> Duh. Oh, I've been in it. That's so, it's like it's like a it's a like a regular film festival. Like, yeah, there's not. It's a good one though. Yeah, it's sure. 
Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. Yeah. It's very okay, nice. Okay, yes. That's all what, right. I think my odd. next one, I'm going to give you I'm going to give you a better one, but you go. I'm going to find a good one. All right. You. All right. Are you are you ready to guess? Cuz I have a I have one that I think is fun. Yep. Macaulay Culkin. Ooh. Macaulay Culkin. Anyone who doesn't know him, star of many movies, one of the biggest child stars ever. And what what do you th- well you tell me, work work through it. Well, you'd think he'd be home alone, but you know, he was too he was a kid back then. Um and he's been in a couple TV shows recently. Um I think it's going to be and he, but you don't seem a lot impressed. So I actually do think this one will be from a show and it's this one show where there's a bunch of girls that are roommates. I don't know what it's called. And he's sitting in a carriage and he found he's a serial killer in the show. Sorry, spoiler. Um, <laughs> I'm going to guess it's that. He's sitting on a carriage. Uh, well, once again, unfortunately, you're wrong. It is a side picture with a mic stand in the front and him in the background on the ones and the twos at the 2010 Berlin Film Festival. Like a side profile. He's unrecognizable, really, from the side. Like, you wouldn't even know it's him with glasses on, holding a mic with a mic stand in front of him. It is the most peculiar picture of Macaulay Culkin. It makes no sense that this would be his identity. Yes, it should be from some movie or TV show he's done anything. Instead, it's a side view of him looking like he's singing karaoke. (laughs) Incredibly odd. So do you have one? I mean, so far, none of us have come even close. So now we're now I hope the audience is seeing with this game that these wiki pictures are completely weird. They don't make sense why someone is in the predicament they're in for the picture. Right? Like none of okay, so your turn. I'm looking. Because a lot of what I'm seeing is like Yeah, very much like not necessarily candids as much as it's like. It's odd. It doesn't It doesn't make a lot of sense, right? Like the wiki game shows that wiki Wikipedia has no connection between the, the person and what they're known for in any way and the picture. There's just no, there's no symmetry. No. Um, hold on. Yeah. Oh, God. Who is... Oh, wait. I got one. Hold on. Aaron, I don't know if I'm finding a good one. Well, I'll Ooh. give you my next one. Sure. Billie Eilish. Oh. This one, I guess, is going to be a paparazzi picture. Ah, Now, Billie Eilish, again, big singer, one of the biggest right now. Incredibly popular. It is a weird picture where she looks almost asleep. From the 2019. I'm even going to give you this. It is from an award show. 
like a backstage award show picture, not a red carpet one, like a backstage award show picture. So from 2019, so I'm even giving you, it's from an award show. Can you guess the award show? Grammys. Right? You would think she got won a lot of Grammys. Like that's the big one. That's the big one. It is from the iHeartRadio Music Awards. Oh, I would not have gotten that. No. So this is a game. Well, maybe we'll bring it back because it is a game and you can do more research to see because I know this was thrown at you last minute, but th- I, I just find oh. it. Oh, you have one more. I got one. I got one. We can wrap this up. Phil Spector. Okay. He is most known for two things. He is most known for producing some of the later Beatles albums, including like Let It Be and and then a lot of other music. But his most famous thing is the, the Beatles stuff and adding a lot of like the walls of sound to the Beatles. So it, him producing would make sense. Him like behind uh, producing screen while the Beatles are performing. That would be a pretty dope picture, right? Or yeah. or his mugshot would be cool because he did murder someone. So I would take, I'm going to guess either something of him producing with the Beatles in the background or his mugshot or something involving his murder. You would say that you could say that, but actually, I mean, there is a picture of him down the Wikipedia article. I mean, currently what Phil Spector, he looks like Gollum with an (laughs) Afro and what they actually have is Phil Spector in 1965 at the age of 24 or 26 years old looking absolutely dashing. Um, And he's got like a a prep school jacket on, uh, a cigarette in his hand, like doing like kind of like a, you know, like the fuck me eyes to the camera. Like the dude looks good. Um, So it's really funny. They chose that instead of, who he actually is, which is a a sort of cursed, like skinny, balding murderer. Murderer. Well, he's, he's disgusting. Well, we've proven that this game's hard. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. really hard and really weird. And I hope you all listen and submit us. Submit to us if you find one that's really weird. We would love to hear other weird wiki pictures that make no sense and do not match who the person is or what they are. Because the Phil Spector one, too. 1965 was before he even did anything he's really known for. So extra odd. And I guess to... But I hope this added some holiday cheer with our Wikipedia pictured game. There's nothing more cheerful than our Wikipedia picture game. Gosh, I feel cheerful after that. So, there. You know, I thought of one other thing. It's uh, it's Christmas time, and I just want to know what is your favorite Christmas carol? Because I'm Jewish. I'm I'm not very good at this, but I do I do have one. I actually my favorite one is uh outlying sign um but all the I never acquaintance be forgot that something when the something ends on acquaintance and my dear because we love the queers wait that is not that is wrong that was just me trying to figure out a rhyme <laughs> please don't cancel me for that accidental lyric <laughs> Um, yeah, so I don't know the lyrics to that. 
also my other favorite one is you know that that song that goes Christmas the Christmas it's got like trumpets or some or saxophones no uh-huh. I don't they're, know that they're saying deck the halls but it doesn't feel like Christmas at all no I don't know it but I'm gonna have to ooh yeah it's it's like it's like my baby please come home for christmas it's like kind of doo-woppy um well i'll have to listen to that i i love your rendition of it though yeah it's a banger it's a fucking banger and the one other one i love is the the 12 days of christmas i just think that one is really fun because Yeah, yeah it's it's got structure it's got like on the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. We could do a modern day version of it. Like on the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me one COVID vax. Is that how it goes? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then on the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a subscription to... Youporn TV. <laughs> Youporn TV. And the social to Youporn TV and a COVID vaccine. Yeah. See? Okay, 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 okay. On the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me three tickets to Queen. Two, you, you porn, well, you, two subscriptions to TV and a one COVID vaccine. Dude, this is a big hit. We are writing a huge hit oh right my now. God. Oh, no. Okay. So on the fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a Somali refugee, <laughs> three tickets to Queen two subscriptions to you porn tv and a covid vaccine this is beautiful we'll do we'll do a couple more on the fifth day of christmas my true love gave to me i don't know the tune too well on the fifth day of christmas my true love gave to me five mega hats four somalian refugees Three, three, three tickets to Queen, two subscriptions to Porn TV, and a COVID vaccine. On the sixth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me six boxes of Legos, five. Um, <laughs> what the fuck was the five? Oh, five mega hats, four Somali refugees, <laughs> three tickets to Queen. Oh, my tune's way off because I think I picked the wrong part. Two subscription, three tickets to Queen, two subscriptions to YouPorn TV and a COVID vaccine. Yay! We did six yeah. days. We did six <laughs> days. And for I anyone, any more days we'd get we'd get canceled. We yeah, we were getting close. It was just going to get worse. <laughs> but uh, for anyone who wants a copy of that, 
uh, we will be releasing it. The, the drop date will be December 25th on Spotify and all music stations. Expect it to go to Billboard number one. And you're welcome. So now we are done with our games, and it is time to end our show with a little Hopeless TV. Are you ready for that? Hopeless TV and some BTS. You know, our, our cheerful ending to the show that we always do. Are you ready for, uh, for something that I feel hopeless about with TV? Let's do it. I've realized that my patience is waning. I am having a lot of trouble waiting when shows have their like their thing where they just come out once a week. I get really mad at the TV and I usually yell at it. And the most recent one is a show called The Shrink Next Door. It is on a channel called Apple TV, if you've heard of it. And I really like this show. I find it weird and interesting. But it's every Friday the new episodes come out. And last Friday, I had a a very hopeless moment where it came out. It was actually Thursday night. I watched it Thursday because it's like 9 or 10. It, I think it comes out. So you can actually watch the Friday one on Thursday. I watched it. Really excited. And then it ended. And I thought, wait, that's all they're giving us for the end of this series? And I was really mad for a while. Like, wait, that's it? It's Paul Rudd, Will Ferrell, uh, other people. And it's really, it. it's an interesting about, uh, Paul Rudd plays a shrink. And Will Ferrell's, anyway, I won't give it more away. Bottom line, this was a very unsatisfying ending to this to the series. And I was really upset and I started barking, complaining about it. I was really annoyed. Like that's this is this is all there like another show that is just totally jipping me of the end. I I I am so unsatisfied with how this ended. So I go click around to see what's next. And I actually I went online to start reading about what people's thoughts were on how this show again just tortured me with its unfulfilling ending, only to realize there's still another episode. <laughs> oh my god it's like the christmas gift that you weren't expecting but i yes it kind of but it also made me realize wow my patience is that bad that i was stupid enough to think that the show was over when it wasn't even done because we're just so used to getting to getting the fulfillment of what's to ha- we're, uh, we need answers too quick so it made me feel hopeless so give me a little hope that i'm not losing my mind Okay, well, my hope is going to come in the form of questions, Aaron. Now, I actually haven't watched it yet. Is it going to be like a multi-season show, or, is it, or do you know for sure it's one and done? I have no clue. That's how bad my patience okay. is. I just assumed <laughs> okay. this was got, has, has to be the last one. I've watched seven of them. They better end it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you wouldn't want a season two. No, I would. I just, my patience okay. is waning. I don't have patience. <laughs> I, need, I need to know what happens. But here's the thing, man. Imagine like if you could get your Hanukkah gifts or your Christmas gifts whenever you wanted any time of the year. You didn't have to wait. Because I think Hanukkah, don't you open like one gift every day or something? Yeah. If you have someone nice enough to give you a gift every day. But some of us don't. So Uh, then we just, you know, uh, select gifts. Well, then, you know, I think that that's still something. Imagine you chose them all one day. You would then be left so unsatisfied. And here's another thing that you could be joyous about. You and everybody else is waiting together for the same gift. You're all sitting there in anticipation. It's like your own pre-Christmas. And Ah. I think that's nice. You know, I think it's nice to be, if you're going to be waiting to do it with other people and 
you know, and maybe there's like a good Reddit forum or about it. And, you know, you bring up Reddit. It's great because I'm not banned from Reddit. I haven't tried to kill people (laughs) on Reddit. So I can go on Reddit and read Reddit forums because I don't try to kill people on it. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Touche. Touche. So. Well, I feel hope. Thank you. So I will go and be part of this community and I can't wait to watch, I think, the last episode, unless there's more. And then we will discuss it more. But, yeah. All right. Thank you for that. And I feel hope. Well, hope gong it. I'm actually too lazy to even do the hope gong right now. The holiday cheer is just possessing me. So are you ready for some BTS before we end the show? Because our favorite K-pop band that keeps getting bigger, we really have, we really jump-started their career. They were nothing before we started talking about them incessantly. We just don't know a lot of their music. But you know what they did that was dope? Can you guess? Uh, Let's see. Did they do a surprise show for like an orphanage? Yes. But do you know what they did that was actually cool? What did they do? Because <laughs> the surprise show for an orphanage is terrible. Uh, they went on the show The Voice for the finale, which is a big deal. I don't, I don't watch The Voice, but it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. I just saw the clip online for a, <laughs> a song they do with Coldplay called My Universe, which you've probably heard because I'd heard it when I, when I, it's just like on the radio all the time now. And what they did, because they must n- not be in LA for the filming. So mm-hmm. Chris Martin and the rest of Coldplay was on the stage and they were holograms on the stage singing with, Chris Martin for the song and it really gave me a glimpse and I recommend everyone go watch this clip it's really cool it gave me a glimpse into what the future of TV and music can be that you can have performances by a bunch of stars together where they're not even I don't even know where BTS is but they're definitely not they weren't there it's their holograms and I just thought it was so I'm gonna guess Korea what yeah. So I'm going to guess Korea. Yeah, they, well, that's racist of you. They're Korean and you think they're in Korea? Racist. <laughs> so I thought this was really cool and innovative. I'd never seen anything quite like it where there was a live performer playing with holograms, also performing, but in hologram form with the live performer. I thought this was really cool. And I commend them for com- continuing to be innovative and continuing to definitely dominate the pop music space there there's another of their song their song butter which we talked about a long time ago on this show is number one again it became number one like six months after it was already number one for a lot of weeks too so they have the number one song they're doing innovative performance stuff i think it's cool you should check out the clip love it okay well thank you aaron that is a bit of holiday cheer holographic cheer and before we wrap actually i just want to Quickly, do a quick callback to an early part of the show, Aaron. An article just kind of loaded in the background that I forgot about. But I just want to quickly make two call-outs back to our Wikipedia game. I pulled up an article of the worst NBA Wikipedia pictures. And I just want to mention a couple. The first is Brevin Knight, who is a 15-year veteran. I remember him. His main Wikipedia picture is taken. It's like a super cropped-in picture of him sitting at the far end of the bench in a suit. He played basketball for 15 years, but his picture <laughs> is him just sitting there looking dejected at the end of the bench. Then, <laughs> then there's Kenny Thomas, um, who had an 11-year NBA career. Um, I remember him. And he, there's a picture of him just in a huge baggy sweatshirt at a house party. <laughs> like, it looks like he just woke up. 
and <laughs> then and then there's uh, oh god there's some really good ones um, <laughs> oh Sharif Abdur Rahim if you remember oh, him he was classic. a nice player yeah wasn't he the, um, one of the stars of the uh, the Raptors uh huh and he is there's a picture of him it's just in the background of another picture it's just a it was a tiny part of his head that is only able to be visible while he's doing warm-ups before a game. What? And it's like the most pixelated thing. It's here. I'm going to, I'm going to, wait, I uh, see it. I shoot. see it. What? <laughs> that is so weird. And the picture it's pulled from is like a much larger picture. And he's just one of many, many heads in the background. <laughs> so someone chose to say, we're going to take the most obscured picture of Sarif Abdul Rahim. And then finally, um, Michael Doliak, D-O-L-E-A-C. Oh, yeah. He used to play in the Knicks. He's playing the Heat. Yeah, he wasn't there, very good. Also played a lot of games. There's a picture of him at the White House in 2007, and it's just a picture <laughs> of him it. with you, his tug sticking out of his mouth. To give a little more context, if anyone has seen the the uh, 90s film Powder, yeah, he could be a doppelganger. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> well, thank you for calling that back. Those are good. Yeah. All right, we're gonna dive in more to these because these are weird. These are yeah. weirder even than the ones we did on the game, the NBA ones. Whoa, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, these are great. It's so there's a lot, a lot of trolls updating the NBA Wikipedia pages, like just taking players that are just in the biggest picture, but taking the worst picture of them and just making that their Wikipedia page. I I'm a fan. I am yeah, I'm a I big fan of uh, the more you control, the better. Yeah, love it. All right. So it's oh, Hope in 60 Aaron. Seconds time. We have, oh, that's right. We yeah. have one Hope in 60 Seconds. Uh, you're going to have to give hope to this. So All right. Good, Let me good start luck. The timers. Good luck, buddy, bringing some holiday cheer to this. So, so for the rules, anybody that's new, Aaron will take about 30 seconds to explain a hopeless topic, and I'll take the, the last 30 seconds of that minute to try and solve it. And here we go. Uh, Harvey Weinstein might get off oh terrible pun might get off uh for uh in New York because of some some issues with the uh with the court case and his sentence might be uh might be lessened and again and we know what he did okay how do we find hope from that yeah can someone get canceled harder is it maybe okay? This is an opportunity. If we thought cancel culture was bad, maybe now is the time for cancel culture to show its positive strikes, stripes, and maybe if we thought people got canceled hard before, maybe we can call on cancel culture to cancel Harvey Weinstein yeah. harder than anyone's ever been canceled <laughs> in history. Once he's out, like they can get really creative. All right. So yes, is, is that hope? Yes, that is hope. We will hope gong that. With with this, it's a man screaming, which is hopefully Harvey screaming because he is so canceled. So, so this is the end of the show where we have a uh, have to do a little hope fulfilled because the holiday cheer cannot end without fulfilling the hope that we bring to you, that we bring to ourselves. We again. Thank you, because what is what is crazy about this? Well, let me let me say the first thing. First, one of our uh, we got to give a shout out. One of the guests on our show, if you remember back, we had a uh, we had a couple guys who were um, 
who are, are in the education space and were, and one of them founded a place called Eye to Eye. And his name's David Flink. He was a guest on the show and he was named one of the top 10 CNN heroes of the year. So, and he was on the big TV show CNN had honoring their heroes. So I just want to give a shout out. That's big fulfillment that we can have people on our show who then end up getting recognized in that capacity. So it's, I mean, we, we take most of the credit for it, but we do still give them some credit because of what they've done to the community. So congratulations to David Flink on, on him being named one of the top 10 CNN heroes of the year. And uh, another hopeful filled Rohit, do you know what's great about living in California? There's a lot of things. For me, the greatest is actually the produce at the grocery stores. Okay, that is great. I agree. You know what else is great? What's that? We live in one of the top three safest states to live in during COVID. Ooh. Can you guess the other okay. two? I'm going to go and say Montana. No, nobody gets facts there. Um, oh, 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 I know, I know, I know. Maine. Close. It starts with an M. Massachusetts. Also not right. Uh, Maryland. Yes, Maryland. And then the other one okay. is actually probably the easiest, I think. Oh, um, so not New York. Think further. Mm. Think further. Oh, Vermont. Other way. The complete other way. Florida. The all right. I'll just give it to you. Hawaii. Hawaii, uh, because they closed all their borders so that imbeciles couldn't get in. So we live, I feel very hopeful that we live in one of the three safest states. If you don't live in one of these states and you're a listener, come to our state and be safer. Yeah, or try and bring us down to the rankings. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or come. Or, come. <laughs> <laughs> or it's a competition. This is COVID state squid yeah. game. Try and kill us. Yeah. Challenge accepted. And, oh man! And then, and then to, I guess to sign us off, I just, I'm gonna, I want to thank all of our listeners because this is the holiday episode, and I feel incredibly grateful that we are gonna in 2022 we will have been doing this show for three different years, not three years total. But we started in 2020, it's now 2021, and in 2022, we will have covered three years of hopelessness. It started before this pandemic even existed, the week before, and now we're going on to like round five of it. So I just feel incredibly grateful that we've been doing, who would have thought we've been doing this this long and we're only growing. So I, I don't know, do you have any words on that, Rohit? Uh, I mean... I wonder, you know, this is the beginning. We're going to transcend decades. And no, but really, thank you, everybody that's that's stuck in with us. And we, you know, as we've seen the show grown and we've seen our own show develop and we've become better podcasters in ourselves. Um, you know, it's been fun to take this journey and, and 
you know, and keep it going. It feels like we're just getting started. And you know, the next time we talk to you, it may be the new year or it may be close to the new year, but yeah, we're, we're excited for, um, you know, just where, you know, what new hopelessness lies ahead, because if it's out there, we're going to try and solve it. And so as long as there's hopelessness, you can count on Aaron and I being here. Yes. And so thank you. And until then, thank yes. You. And thank you. And thank you in advance for all the five-star reviews you're leaving us. Yes. Um, and the comments um, telling us how much you love them uh, across whatever your favorite platforms are for listening to this pod, whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify, you name it. Um, yeah. But until then, have the happiest Christmas Kwanzaa. And, you know, Aaron and I are... We're excited to pick up right where we left off next time with episode 69. It'll be the nicest episode ever. Nice. All right. Until yeah. then, happy holidays, everyone. Happy ho- ho- holidays. When the world seems cold and bleak and you just can't take it anymore, here it comes, that glimmer of hope, a light shines through the dark. It's a hopeless show with Aaron and Rose.